Chapter 50 Shri Sai Satcharita The entire chapter is about Baba explaining the verse from the Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 verse 34 to Nana Sahib Chandurkar One day when Nana was massaging Baba's feet he was mumbling something to himself Baba asked him what it was Nana said it was a Sanskrit verse Baba what verse Nana a Gita verse Baba recite it audibly Then Nana gave out Bhagavad Gita chapter 4 verse 34 dealing with shishya guru relationships Baba knew exactly what he was mumbling and caught him exactly at the point he wanted it dealt with the guru's teaching the shishya and that is what baba wanted that is to rid him of his conceit and pride based on an ego which barred self realization the stanza was tatvade prani patena pariprashnena sevaya updekshante te jnana Nyaniha tatvadarshina Baba asked Nana whether he knew the meaning and if so to give it When Nana gave the general purport Baba ordered him to give a word for word translation with strict reference to number gender case tense mood and other parts of grammar Nana wondered how the intricacies of sanskrit grammar could be understood by baba who showed no trace of linguistic literary or any other education anyhow he went on giving the word for word meaning then baba began a cross examination of the severest sort baba what does tat refer to nana gyana baba which gyana nana nana referred to in the previous verse baba what does prani patya mean nana it means prostration or bowing down baba what does pata mean nana the same then baba asked if prani pata and pata meant the same would the author vyas have used two extra needless syllables similarly about pariprashna nana said pariprashna means questioning and prashna also means the same when asked whether the author was again needlessly adding two syllables nana could not explain the difference similarly about seva nana said that it was merely service like massaging which he was doing baba nothing else nana nothing so far as i can see in this way baba puzzled him word after word and phrase after phrase and puzzled him with the general question why did krishna anyani why does he refer arjuna to other nyanis instead of himself giving him jnana again he asked 
Is not Arjuna a soul of nature, of Chaitanya, that is knowledge? Then, when this was answered in the affirmative, he is asked, How can or why should knowledge be given to that which is already knowledge? Chandurkar was simply dumbstruck. After putting several other questions like this, Baba finally asked him, By a difference in syllabification, can we read one extra syllable without damaging the meter or the verse? Yes, answered Nana. We can say, Uptekshanti te adnyanam. Then Nana added, What? This reading of the Guru giving Ajnana is not in Shankara Bhasya. Nana could not understand how the Guru giving Ajnana could make a better meaning. Then Nana Chandorkar was thoroughly humbled. He felt that he was before a giant who knew Sanskrit, who knew the Upanishads, who knew everything. He then asked Baba himself to explain, and Baba answers to his own questions revealed a wealth of knowledge of Upanishadic materials and a cleverness in twisting the words into a new meaning. So far as the word jnana is concerned, Baba quoted Upanishads and said, Is not jnana that which is beyond mind and speech? Is not jnana avanga manasa gocharanam, that is, beyond work and manas? Nana had to say yes. Then Baba said, Therefore, what the Guru says through his mouth is not jnana, and what is not jnana is agnana. So thoroughly humiliated, Nana wondered what it all led to. Baba, however, explained, Just as one thorn removes another, the Guru's teaching, which is verbal, begins as Agnana and removes the Agnana of the Shisha, which is but a cover over the Shisha's knowledge, and the result is Jnana. Therefore, what the Guru teaches is primarily Agnana, which tends to result in Jnana. Jnana is not created but is always there and is not uttered. The uttered word, like an optician's instrument, simply removes the cataract from the eye of the pupil, who therefore sees and recognizes himself in a state of pure knowledge. Thus Baba went on explaining the whole stanza and insisted upon the Shisha's duties. Baba said, Seva is not an ordinary massage. You must surrender tan man dhan, body, mind and possessions. You must not feel that you are rendering service to the Master. Your body, already surrendered, is the Master's property, and you must feel, No merit is in me. I 
am merely making the body which is yours serve you. This is Seva. Pariprashna and Pranapata are similarly explained to show how thoroughly must be the spirit of surrender and the spirit of earnestness. Pranipata must be Shastanga Dandavat, like a stick falling. You must feel that you are nothing, you are only zero, the Guru is everything, and therefore thorough humility is involved in Pranipata. Pariprashna, questioning, carried on up to the point of getting full and complete enlightenment impressed upon you. This is Pariprashna. It is not merely putting questions with a view of trapping up the Master and catching him at some mistake or simply asking for the fun of it. Now I shall try to give the meaning of it. The path of knowledge of the Supreme Self is a difficult one, requiring firm determination to reach it, from which the basic qualification is the Guru's grace, in the form of His guidance. Shri Krishna addresses Arjuna and says, Arjuna, if you are inclined to attain this knowledge, go to the wise men who are adept in the path of this knowledge, prostrate at their holy feet, and serve them with unflinching devotion without having an iota of ego, or have the idea to humiliate them. You should be truthful, honest, and you should obey their commands, and you should overcome your remorse and dejection. A great example is Dikshit, ready to slaughter the ailing goat. When they are pleased with your service, with honesty and sincerity, and if they find that you are qualified and a deserving disciple, then they shall begin to instruct you. And these instructions are to be followed strictly, which destroys the shield of ignorance. The wise men instruct you properly and remove all ignorance, so that the disciple does not slip back into the bondages of the Bhavsagar. Thereby, you will not be subjected to the fear of delusion. The knowledge will make you to perceive the universe within you with the destruction of the darkness within you. You shall see me in the entire universe and the entire universe in me. Then there is no you and me. And this concludes the commentary on the chapter. Om Sai Ram